0: We're talking more corners in this episode of Prospectology, coming up next after a quick word from our sponsor. What's going on, all you Prospectology fans, and welcome back to episode 379 of Prospectology as we draw ever closer uh, to the 2023 NFL Draft, Uh, just getting to know some more of the deeper parts of Uh, These prospects and a deep position in a position that has a lot of depth in this class is corners. Uh, And besides some of the top names like Emmanuel Forbes, uh, Joey Porter Jr. Devin Witherspoon uh, and Christian Gonzalez, uh, there's some prospects that are slowly climbing up draft boards. uh, And one that could honestly become bottom of the first round or late first round pick. But uh, have some day two corners that your NFL teams, you can keep an eye on for. And the first one is Makai Gardner. Uh, Makai Gardner, uh, number two for the LSU Tigers. Listed at six two two seventeen. 217. So right off the bat has good size that NFL teams covet at the cornerback position in today's NFL. Uh, Last year had 43 total tackles, 26 of them solo, and four passes defended. Uh, I watched them against Florida State, uh, Alabama, at Auburn, at Arkansas, against Tennessee, at Florida, and against Georgia. Uh, Now, as I already said, 6'2", 217, got the size for the position uh, that NFL teams covet. Uh, I love his ability to come downhill, and he will just lay you out. Um, Now, he did transfer from a smaller school in Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, Uh, but you see the smooth hips uh, when he's in his transitions to be able to run with wide receivers downfield. Uh, He also has good length, uh, long arms to compete and disrupt at the catch point. Uh, In zone coverage, uh, shows very good awareness uh to be able to keep his eyes on the receiver uh as well as look in the backfield read the quarterback uh before planting his foot in breaking on the football uh and breaking on uh routes. Uh but I just love the tenacity he comes downhill, uh straightforward, uh with good straight line speed, uh to be able to be a reliable tackler and run support. Uh you just see that physicality that he plays with on a down-to-down basis. Um, Does a really good job staying in phase in man coverage, being able to carry wide receivers up the sideline, elite uh, ball tracking uh, downfield before getting his head around and making a play on the football. Uh, But besides the fluidity in his movements, and the physicalness that he plays with and just being disruptive, going up to attack uh, the ball, getting vertical, uh, are all skill sets that I see as a day day two. So second or third round uh, for me, for Makai Gardner. But the ball production just wasn't there, as you heard, uh, as I read off some of his 22 stats from last year. Uh, ball production, no interceptions. uh Doesn't have elite speed, has good speed to be able to keep up with with wide receivers downfield, but not the elite speed uh, to be able to be a burner uh, to recover. Uh, He can bite on double moves at the line of scrimmage uh, and just doesn't have that recovery speed. Uh, He'll have to improve his footwork uh, of what I've saw, getting his feet tangled up, uh, getting crossed over and things like that, and has to play with better body control. Uh, but Makai Gardner, uh, I have him more in the third round than I do, uh, as a, uh, as a second rounder, but a uh, third round, he had definitely has the physical traits and the size to be able to be compete, uh, for a starting corner job at the next level, uh, within due time. This next prospect, I'm sure everyone has heard because of his 40 time at the combine, but his DJ Turner, uh, number five for the Michigan Wolverines listed at six foot 180 he had 36 total tackles last year 27 of them by himself uh, one interception and 11 passes defended uh, go check him out I watched him against Penn State at Ohio State at Rutgers at Iowa against Purdue TCU and Colorado State uh, he was voted all big ten uh, he has very fluid hips to be able to for uh he just transitions very easily moving sideline to sideline uh or turning from sideline to sideline uh and he's able to stay sticky and stay in phase with the wide receiver right on their back hip pocket uh he does definitely as you probably heard from the combine or watched him at the combine uh he has elite speed uh, the long speed to be able, be able to carry wide receivers downfield. Uh, very competitive player, uh, especially at the catch point, uh, to be able to bat balls down if he's not going to come away with an interception. Uh, and you can tell that by the 11 passes defended last year. Uh, he was all over the place, disrupting, uh, very disruptive at the catch point. Uh, he'll close in on r- wide receivers. Uh, to be able to put his body into the ball and try to dislodge it. Uh, very good athleticism. uh, Versatility, he can be effective in not only zone coverage, but man coverage. Plays with quick feet. Uh, he's just a technically sound corner uh, who always seems to be in the right place uh, and good things happen for him. Uh, he has very violent hands at the line of scrimmage to be able to to jam wide receivers at the line to disrupt routes um, uh, pretty fairly and easily. Uh, Very good instincts. Uh, He's able to time the ball when it's in the air uh, to get either the interception or knock the ball away. Uh, He's a wrap-up tackler in run support. Uh, Competition, uh, just very competitive playing against uh, some of the top Uh, receivers in the country at in the Big Ten Uh, but he does have limited length Uh, his size he can tend to be pushed around a little bit by bigger wide receivers Uh, has to add more strength to his repertoire and then in run sport the only thing that with his size is he has a hard time fighting off blocks so uh, but the elite speed is there uh, and you can move him around and plethora of different uh, positions but DJ Turner uh, give me him in the second round uh, and I'll be very happy with him this last prospect is getting some first round hype but I still have him graded in the second round it is Julius Brents from Kansas State uh, the Wildcats where's number 23 he is 6'3 202 so definitely has the size to deal with bigger wide receivers Uh, Last year, I watched him against TCU in the Big 12 championship championship game uh, at Baylor, uh, against Texas, at Oklahoma, uh, against Texas Tech, Missouri, and at West Virginia. Uh, His 22 stats, 45 total tackles, 28 solo, one forced fumble. He had four interceptions and four passes defended. Definitely at 6'3", 202, definitely has the length to be able to compete and be disruptive at the catch point. He also uses his length uh, to be able to stack and shed off blocks uh, and defeat blocks uh, quite frequently. Uh, He's physical on run support, uses his length to be able to wrap up ball carriers, uh, shows good vision and zone coverage before breaking on the ball. Uh press coverage, he has very active hands. He'll delay the timing of the route. Uh he has a very good jam uh at the line of scrimmage. Uh takes long strides, which allows him to cover ground quickly, uh, very quick feet. Uh he has a fluid backpedal. He's able to carry wide receivers downfield. That compared with his long strides can cover a lot of ground uh very fairly quickly. Has the ball skills, good hands to be able to create turnovers. Uh, very good straight line speed tracks the ball well uh, flows to the football with bad intentions, looking to deliver a big hit uh, versatility he can line up at safety position if you don't want to play him at corner uh, he has closing bursts when coming downhill to get to the ball fairly quickly, uh, but he plays high given he's six three uh, can be grabby downfield when wide receivers. Tend to get a little separation on him. Uh, his footwork needs some some work. He can get sloppy, uh, especially when he's transitioning from side to side. Uh, has to do a better job of turning his head around uh, when the ball is in the air downfield. Uh, but Julius Brents, I get with the size and his skill set and the traits that he could sneak into the bottom half of the first round. But I still have him in that mid too early second round as a player but there we have it three corners you need to keep an eye on as we draw ever closer to the 2023 NFL draft and stay tuned for next Tuesday's episode because I'm gonna break down some of the XFL talent that could possibly be called up to the big leagues but until the next episode of Prospectology Stay scouting, and I'm out.